on. We met her maybe about a year ago, I think. Anyway, it's just been a, a fantastic time, and we're going to get started right after this. Welcome to Kingdom Talks, where we engage leaders, teachers, creative artists, and everyday people in conversations that awaken listeners to new revelations of the Kingdom Age. All of our courses, community conversations, partnership links, and much more can be found on our website, kingdomtalksmedia.com. Now, enjoy the show. All right, so we're back, and I just uh, want to say how excited I am to have you on, Nina. Um, you know, we met you, I think, like I said, about a year ago, something like that, in yep. Florida? No, 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 North Carolina. No, where was that? Missouri. 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 <laughs> really? Yes. I'm lost. Yeah. That was, that was our five-week trip, so we oh, were in many yeah, places. Yeah, we were in many places. That's right, that's right, that's right, yes. So anyway, so glad to have you on here, and uh, excited to hear a little <clears throat> bit about your story and so forth. And we have some uh, common roots in the Seventh-day Adventist <laughs> yeah. Church. And so we do. we're we excited do. That's Nina, right. for you to just kind of share a little bit of your journey and how you got into what you're doing today. The mystic Absolutely. movement, yes. Yes, yes. Um, I do come from a Seventh-day Adventist background. My father is a Seventh-day Adventist minister. And my brother is a minister as well. And actually a whole generational line on my father's side, somewhat on my mom's side. But you know, Yahweh told me, this is the best way I can put it, do not despise where you've come from. That's it's right. a it's right. a foundation that is taking you to where you are now. And I believe it's because I've been open to the leading of more revelation from Yahweh that he has honored that, he's blessed that, and he's taken me from those roots into this mystical journey that we are currently on, which I absolutely am just having the time of my life. But uh, yeah, so so I was very much involved in the church, always in either a leadership position, singing and that type of thing. And then Yahweh started to introduce me to some of the more, you know, laying ons of hands, speaking in tongues and that type of thing was not done in the Adventist faith. Very and radical. I, and, <laughs> and and he, he wanted me to understand the power, not just speaking about the power, but the power living within me, yeah. affecting those and changing the atmosphere around me. So healing and deliverance, you name it, all that kind of stuff. And so um, he started to introduce me to other you know, ministers that were in that area. <clears throat> and that prepared me for the journey that I'm now on moving beyond the fivefold ministry into receiving revelation yourself from Yahweh as you are connected to the plumb lines of his truth of the word who is yeah. Yeshua Come on. made flesh. I think people get that a little confused with words that are written in scripture and the word. Right. Okay. Because sometimes we can have different interpretations as man, right? Right. We can interpret things differently, but when we're connected to the word, who is was made flesh yeah okay then we are open to receive the more the more we don't really throw out everything in that they were foundational principles that we could stand upon but we build upon that and we go from what glory to glory that's right amen that's good <laughs> you know i you know, i i love the bible and the bible is truth 
However, I don't see how people can actually think that all of God is contained in the Bible. And yet, come on, you know, many people are, you know, it's Father, Son, and Holy Scriptures or Holy Word, come you know, on. the Bible, Holy Bible. And, <laughs> and um, you know, that's just his, you know, some people call it the love letter. It's yes. Just, you know, it's just the letter. It's not the fullness of God. But when yes. you know the word, like you were saying, yes. Yeshua, oh, man, it's oh, limitless. Man. Be prepared for the revelation that's going to come to you. It's fascinating. Awesome. Awesome. Love it. Love it. <laughs> so tell us a little bit more about your, your background. Um, uh, yeah. So I, that that's a little bit of your spiritual journey. But Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. So I uh, went to school and always, even as a youngster, always wanted to be a lawyer, uh, an attorney. I felt like, well, actually, after I did the the medicine, I think it was, uh, was it? It was math, really. <laughs> <laughs> math was the thing. We always joke about lawyers. Lawyers are those who don't want to work in math. Although now I really have fascinated with quantum physics yes. and quantum science and all that cool stuff. Yeah. When math is related to something spiritual, I get it. Isn't that weird? That is interesting. Yes, <laughs> I do. But um, I just knew from I just knew as I was young, I was always to be an advocate, and I wanted to help people. I remember telling my mom and dad, "I want to help people." And what was the best way to do it? Use my voice, use my use the sound, and use yeah. the, the 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 voice and the truth and integrity that I knew would come out of me. It was just in me that I knew would come out of me. And so, so that's what I did. I went to law school and actually went twice, which is kind of wild. I went back and got my master's of law degree. So I have my Juris doctorate degree, JD degree in law. And then I have my master's degree, master's of law in international law. Wow. Study wow. for about yeah, study for about what is it, four weeks over in China and uh, just the comparative law between the other countries, the civil law as opposed to common law in the United States of America. And while I was well, actually before I did that, I did a little stint in politics. I was actually elected to the school board in the county here. Um, an at-large seat. We have almost close to a million voters that are here in the county. Wow. And got my, got my um, foot in the in the in the race so to speak ran for a couple of other offices didn't win but knew that that was just you know Yahweh's timing and there was some other things that he wanted me to do and to learn from so uh was practicing at the public defender's office for many many years went out on my own eventually about a few years ago transitioned into teaching as a professor at the College of Law and I did that for a bit and also was running a department I was an administrator one of the head administrators in the law school that was my law school that i went to oh, and wow. uh so administrating an office there yahweh just really growing my gifts through that process learning so much about me about him mm -hmm. and what he wants to do with me on the earth and in the cosmos come on so uh just learning and growing in that and i have to tell you i feel so privileged i do know Bits and pieces, I want to make this clear because I know a lot of people talk about Destiny Scroll and what's where are you to go. Yahweh has showed me kind of like markers, not everything that happens in between, but like markers. Yeah. He showed me my earthly scroll markers. He showed me the beginning of my heavenly scroll and then also gave me revelation. There is an eternal scroll, an yes. eternity scroll that we are all going to engage with as well. And so 
we practice, we practice, we practice on earth. We yes. practice as we enter into the heavens, the kingdom realms, which practice, which gives us the practice we need for the positions that we'll have in eternity. And so all of that is just a learning process. He's building my character as I'm going through the process. Sometimes, ouch, sometimes that's <laughs> not <laughs> as fun as I'd like for it to be. But my love and my passion for Hashanah HaKodesh, the Trinity, is so deep. I love them. And I have come to know them each personally, mm -hmm. even just the way that their love feels as it vibrates with my being to distinguish between the difference. And they know that I love them. And so I'm, I'm here to do what I'm called to do. And I'm having a blast doing it after I went through full surrender. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Full surrender. And now I'm just totally and completely in love and and willing to do and to move in the ways that they have for me. If you if you don't mind, if it's not too personal to share a little bit about that surrender process, because I know some of our listeners may be, you know, wrestling with with some of that and what it looks like. And I would say that it's it's a major key for every single person oh, who wants to move into this mystic movement where your engagement and your relationship and your intimacy with Father, Son, and Holy Spirit just goes yes. totally, there is no ceiling. <laughs> it goes uh, uh, out, totally out of the box. And unlimited. Unlimited, yeah. Yeah, and I talk a little bit about this in my book, Into the Garden, I, Yahweh, and it's so interesting because people are so focused on, well, evil's doing this to me. They're making this happen to me, making this. Yahweh actually took me through, okay, the wilderness mm -hmm. purposefully. Yeah. I mean, even to the point where, you know, you, it's, it's, and it's not for him to know who we are. It's for us yes. yeah. to know who we are and what's actually giving us the strength. I can name a couple things, even in politics, how I thought I really didn't care what people think. And then when people started saying they weren't gonna vote for me or, <laughs> you know, I started getting messages and emails. I'm like, whoa, or the particular group that I was uh, working with turned on me completely hmm. and it bothered me. I said, you know what? I need to check myself. I need to really know whose I am. Um, some personal things in my life, there's been transition in my job and work and identity in those things, identity in what you make, right? right? right yeah. And understanding, are you really connected to those things? Are you connected to your home? Are you connected to the status of your car? Are you even connected to other relationships? that may not be taking you to the places that Yahweh has for you to go. All Can I tell you, everything in my life has been tested, even down to the marriage that I had, the, the things that trans, um, transpired through that relational connection. So you talk about finances, health, finances, a relational connection with friends, uh, money, job, Yahweh has taken, taken me through the process of really understanding whose I am. Mm -hmm. And I want to share this. One of the most challenging situations that I've been through, here's what I call it because I was talking to Mary, one of my really good friends about it, the dark night of the soul, which mm -hmm. is something that I went through 
uh, fairly recently, uh, 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 the beginning of this year even. Mm. And I'm a person, I'm pretty transparent. So I, I can be vulnerable. That's something Yahweh has taught me. <laughs> because I know by being vulnerable, which he is. Yes. Yeah. He is actually the most vulnerable being that yeah. period in existence. So we are to be like him. But in this process, it was 11 days for me where I, after a year, after a year, and I've never, I haven't really talked about this publicly, but after a year of having such a close relationship with Yahweh, he closes himself off to me. He did not abandon me. I knew that, yeah. but he made himself inaccessible. And that you all was actually after going through that, I'm like, there's there there's pretty much nothing else I can go through that was more difficult or challenging than that. And when I went to Yeshua, you know what Yeshua would tell me? Go ask your father. <laughs> and yes. I knew I couldn't. I'm like, he's not talking to me right now. And I went to Ruakakodesh. Go ask Yahweh. I can't. <laughs> And, and man, was that a challenging experience. And what it was teaching me was where my soul was as compared to where my spirit was. Y'all, this was so wild. When I would go into the bathroom and look at myself in the mirror, my soul would be in so much despair, mm -hmm. but my spirit would be singing a song of heaven. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. I saw that taking place and I, first of all, I was really proud of my spirit. <laughs> I was like, wow, I've really, really done some work to build you up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and my spirit had to minister to my soul and what was going on, because I knew that my strength came from Yahweh. But if I couldn't communicate with him, hmm. I felt I, I, I can't hear you. I can't see you. Where's my strength now? He wanted me to trust him even yeah. though I couldn't connect with him in those ways. Oh. And after <laughs> that, I had to, we had to mend, I had to mend my heart and our relationship. And it's now stronger than it was even before that process. Yeah, that's so good. You know, we, we teach, you know, three plumb lines. We, we got rid of doctrine years ago and you know, the three plumb lines just being the cross of Christ. You know, if you believe Yeshua is the only way to the Father and the only way to right. eternal life, then we're right. on the same, you know, we're on a similar journey, you know. Right. And then the second one is love, honor, and respect. And then the third one is ask the Father. So yeah. we teach that over and over. People will come and ask us questions that, you know, probably everybody has their opinion, but nobody really knows. Come on. And, on, and really. it's just like, you Truth. know, I can share with you my opinion, but the better thing would be for you to go ask the Father because you have your own relationship with him. If you don't, you need to develop that. But you need to go ask the Father, and the answer he gives you is the one that you need to carry Come in your on. heart. And then to Come also on. just hold all of that loosely because the answer he gives you now is not Could a lie, but it's part of the journey to possibly <laughs> right. get you to another place where when you ask again, the answer is going to be added to or there'll be so more good. to it than there was before. So good. I call that mountain conversations. So I'm like, <laughs> when someone someone comes to me, I'm like, have you been up on the mountain? <laughs> have you been up on your mountain, your mm -hmm. place of authority, governance, engaging with Hashalush HaKodesh above, 
asking those intimate questions because it takes me work to talk to them about you when you could be doing it. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I've got things to do. And it's not that I'm saying that I won't give folks my opinion or what I, but I don't want to be Ruach HaKodesh, Holy Spirit for right. anyone. I want folks yes. to get it from themselves. So I say, have you had that mountain conversation? That's good. Yeah. That's good. I like that. <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah. I love how you, you framed, you know, the challenges that you went through instead of the enemies attacking me after me to I'm perfectly secure in father's love and he's allowing these things to purify and refine and bring me to who right. I really am. Yeah. And, and it's yeah. so, so such a good shift. And I think when we're yeah. stepping into the heavens, when we begin that engagement in, in the heavens, you know, it totally changes our perspective because, you know, as you were saying earlier about uh, the eternal scroll, it's like, yes. oh, even if you just get a glimpse of that, it changes everything. It's like we're only here for a season. And, Come you know, on. this whole earth is here for a season and for a purpose, but there's more. And we oh. get so locked up in our day, <laughs> not just, you know, our life, but our day yes. sometimes. And so Father's like, mm -hmm. there's so much more. And so if you just trust more. me. You're going to have a great hmm. journey. Oh, yeah. So that's that surrender. And some people have asked me, what does surrender look like? Well, first of all, just verbalize it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I surrender. Say it until your soul gets a grasp of it. Your spirit already knows, but say it until your soul gets a grasp of it and begins to transform you from the inside out. Mm -hmm. And then start with asking and leaning on Yeshiva, Yeshiva, what do you think? Go to them as counselors and guides until you get mature enough where they turn around and say, well, what do you think about this? Or I'll let you decide, yes. you know? That is a more mature, spiritually mature, but not in the beginning. In fact, becoming a Lord, and what I teach and you all have kind of, you have an idea of some of the things I teach in terms of governance. This is so important. I'm so excited. I'm jumping off my seat because this is the time where everyone who chooses to connect with this journey of sonship must understand they themselves are responsible for their spiritual journey and for the experiential knowledge that they develop as they're moving along the process. So they can then turn around and teach others coming behind them. Yes. We have a, we, Yahweh has given each of us a mission, but it takes all of us stepping into our levels of authority, knowing what's on our destiny's goals and acting out in it. You know, you all know, we can go to so many different conferences. If we're just getting knowledge, but it's not becoming experiential, we aren't applying it. Where are we really going in our spiritual level of development? So becoming a Lord, the first step in growing in your spiritual level of development is all about surrender. Yeah. And I love that. I learned a lot of this too from Mike Parsons. I mean, he has some phenomenal teachings on this. And I was able to take from Mike Parsons, Uncle Ian, these teachings, and then just develop my own journey so that right. when I teach, when I talk to others, I'm talking from experience. Right. I can refer them back to individuals that I've learned from. And I want to say, let me show you how I walk through this. And I say this all the time. You don't have to listen to me. Like I I totally, it doesn't offend me if you don't agree with me. Yep. It doesn't mm -hmm. offend me if I teach something that you say that I want to do it my own way. That's fine with me. I'm just speaking about my experience, what I've done mm -hmm. 
to give you just maybe some guidance or some help in a certain area that you may need. We come alongside each other and then let's grow together. Let's yes. grow together. So, you know, our, our second plumb line is love, honor, and respect. And that's what you're talking about right now is that we just, you know, Jesus didn't say you know, that, um, uh, you know, the greatest of these is knowledge. You know, it, he didn't say that we had to know everything, but he did right. say to love one another, that we would yes. be known by our love, not by our knowledge, but by our love. Ooh, and, so you know, good. the church, unfortunately, has put the knowledge ahead of everything else. And they've, you know, basically said, if you don't believe the way we do, if you don't have the same knowledge or receive the knowledge that we have, then Mm -hmm. you have to go somewhere else. That's definitely Mm -hmm. the tree of knowledge of good and evil over the tree of life. And so So putting that back up on top where we love one another and we learn to walk Mm -hmm. with one another, even though we disagree, it gives such freedom to where, like you said, we can teach and we can share. And if you, you know, if it resonates with you, wow, run with it. If it doesn't, then find somebody that does resonate with you and run with that. Because, you know, I do believe we all have our different tribes and there's nothing wrong with that where we really connect with people there. Where we go wrong is where we start dissing on other tribes or saying that that tribe is bad because they do this or that. You know, let's just walk in love and understand that we are going to believe differently no matter what anybody else says. (laughs) We will believe differently from every individual on the planet. No two people well, believe exactly the same. Well, let's ask this question. Do you think there is disagreement in heaven? In other words, does every heavenly being agree with everything every other heavenly being says or communicates via cardiognosis? I'm going to tell you no, because I had a conversation with Yahweh about this. Mm-hmm. Even in heaven, there's different opinions and they come... Why, why on earth would you have courts that are more like councils? Exactly. Where people come together. Exactly. They have their different perspectives and they add their perspective together and then come together and say, okay, we may disagree on this, but what can we do? What is the bottom line? Yes. What is the mission here? What's the purpose? What's the focus? Is the mission for Nina to make sure that everybody agrees with Nina so that what? Nina can build an empire? Uh, no. <laughs> Okay, the, the, the mission is Yahweh. The mission is point us, point everyone to the heart of Yahweh yeah. through whatever written on your destiny scroll, which by the way, you may be only able to see the facets of your destiny scroll, which ministers to this particular area where I see the facets of mine. Exactly. And when we both show our different facets, we're like, er, wait a minute, that doesn't look, but it's not for us to understand right. because it wasn't given to us yeah. to understand. Exactly. So we give each other freedom That's in that. our understanding, believing that, you know what, we will all mature and grow and get to where we need to be because Yahweh loves us all. As long as our hearts are in the right place. Yep. Yes. Right? Yes. You know, I, I fully believe that if somebody, if their heart is for Yahweh, if their heart is to do what he is saying, then will you make mistakes and go off course occasionally? Sure. But Everybody does. you're <laughs> always going to be, he's always going to bring you back. And he's going to Absolutely. use whatever you did that might have been wrong, you know, and he's going to make it right by, let, you know, bringing a lesson out of it that helps you understand so that you can go to the next level. You know, who, so who nothing is wasted. Wrong, though, I mean, let's think about this. Who hasn't been wrong? Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I, you know, and I was just thinking about that. Somebody somewhere just in the last few days was doing something or saying something. Oh, I know what it was. It was some comments that were going on in some of our YouTube uh, videos. And, uh, mm-hmm. and somebody said, well, that person's wrong. And, um, and I'm like, I, well, number one, I'm not going to use that type of language, but everybody, like you said, everybody has been wrong at some point or another. And for anybody to stand on one thing, no matter how, you know, they might have got it from Yahweh for for them, but that does not mean that we need to make a doctrine out of it for everybody. And that's where we have to, you know, be careful is that we're not taking what we receive from heaven and trying to make a doctrine out of it. But to understand that that's for me, I'm going to be obedient to what the Father's showing me. Right, and right. and you need to be obedient to what the Father's showing you. And that's where that love, honor, respect comes in that, you know, so we honor one another and that I'm honoring your journey. Yeah. Yeah. What a good point. What a good point. You know, I, I really when we say someone's wrong and we just need to be careful that what we're what, what we're stepping in is is not putting us in a position to to what's the word to impede our ability to do the things that Yahweh has for us to do as we govern. We just need to be really careful. Like the, the more we grow in our spiritual level of maturity, the more our words have effect, change and shift things. And what I, what I try to do is instead of saying, Hey, you're wrong. If I really want to engage with someone in a dialogue and I feel passionate about it, I'll say, look at this perspective, look at it this way. And then allow Ruach Holy Spirit, to work it out, yeah. you know, and yeah. be okay with wherever anyone is and say we're all moving towards the same place. It's kind of interesting yeah. in your background with being a lawyer because um, right. that type of work, there's very much this right and wrong <laughs> type of, of situation. So I'm curious. Actually, how... there's a lot of gray. Okay. <laughs> Actually, being an attorney... <laughs> But That's let what, me ask you somebody this. Somebody says it's right. What somebody says is wrong. But the major part of being an attorney is in that gray space. Okay. And it's persuading in that gray space that my, what I'm telling you is right and what they're telling you is wrong. But exactly. there's different perspectives because both sides think what they're saying is right, is yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, I don't have a problem with that and this, that kind of dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's, that's, it, would, it would be interesting because you do have to convince people that you are the right one. Where right. For, but when we're teaching on spiritual subjects, it's here's what I have to share. You can mm-hmm. receive it or not. Right, <laughs> right, right. So, it, so it, it is interesting that you would have that background where you've got to, you have to get people to believe you here. But over yeah. here, you're free to let people, you know, understand things or, or receive from Yahweh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's a really good way of saying that. Wow. Be flexible. That's one of the things Yahweh has taught yeah. me. Oh my goodness. The way, you know, a perfectionist at first, you know, I mean I didn't want to make any mistakes, yep. you know. Just uh, you know he said to take us all out of that. Yeshua was <laughs> said to me, Oh my word, this has been such a training ground for me earlier this year. You all don't even know. He said to me, um, uh, I was just doing something. I was getting ready in the bathroom. For, I don't know for some reason he, spe- he speaks to a lot of us in the bathroom, right? <laughs> <We're in> the <laughs> <bathroom>. <laughs> he says to me, um, he says to me, "Don't take things so seriously." Yes. Just like that. Yes. Just like lighten up. Yeah. Do you know hearing that from him shifted my perspective and things? 
when I hear from them, it's so profound for me. It literally is planted within and changes how I function afterwards. Now, he said that to me because some things were about to happen that I could have taken it really seriously. <laughs> and I hear that voice. Hey, don't think th don't take things so seriously. Lighten up from Yeshua. He specifically said that. And I held on to that. And I said, you know what? I'm not going to make a big deal out of this. Yeah. And I got to tell you the peace, the rest. That's what's needed from the sons of Yahweh, as we rule and reign, as we govern from yeah. our mountains, govern in peace and rest, especially folks during the chaotic yes. times mm -hmm. that we're in, which by the way, I'm very excited about. See, I don't look at it the way right. people, yep. Yep. people look yep. at it. I'm actually, oh my goodness, this is a chance for sons to step up to the plate. Yep. No more just listening, taking things in. Now it's time for you to apply it and move forward in the destiny Yahweh has you are needed i'm gonna tell i'm gonna make a plea right now whoever is listening if if you're on this journey you're serious about what yahweh has for this world and for you you must step up to the plate and take the responsibility that yahweh has given you only you specifically you to do for his kingdom to show the Come world on. you're a walking example of who yahweh is i don't even like to say reflection you embody right. who yes. he is and it comes out of you. So I, I, this is a mandate that he's put on me to help others, to teach them, to train them how to step into those levels of authority. I've gone through the process myself so I can turn around and teach others. What does being a Lord mean? What does being a priest mean? What yes. does being a king mean? What does it mean to function and legislate from the upper courts? What does it mean to utilize the, the mobile court? How do you actually apply that to your life and then speak from your mountain to shift and change nations and countries wow. and environments around you? First, yourself, your own temple, yes. your home, then you can go to your county, you can go to your, you can go to your cities, your county, your state, and more. Now is the time because folks, you know, there's too many loud voices out there of evil. Yes. Right. And it's kind of like one of those situations where the loudest voice gets heard. Mm -hmm. I believe Yahweh says, look, I've given the responsibilities to my sons. You, I'm not going to come down here and do it for you. Yep. I've given you the tools that are necessary. You or what the world is waiting for. So Nina, I'm going to stop you because uh, I, I just, as we're, as we're going through this, it's like, I want to do this in a two-part series, okay? okay? So I'm going to go ahead and end <laughs> okay. this. And I'm just going to say to everybody watching right now that come back for part two because uh, we're going to dive into exactly what Nina was, was diving into right there. And we're going to go deep with that. But uh, we're going to come back with a part two of that. And um, so don't miss it. Watch our, uh, let's see, our website. Go to kingdomtalksmedia.com and you can check out the uh, uh, Kingdom Talks community, KT community, and you'll find out more information there. And we'll also make sure we put some things in the notes so you can get connected with Nina. Um, lots of good stuff yes. coming up. So anyway, don't miss it. We'll be back for a part two in a couple of days. Take care. Thank you for taking time out to listen to Kingdom Talks. You can find out more about Kingdom Talks Media and our mission to unite in faith and grow as mature sons at kingdomtalksmedia.com. Please continue to like, subscribe,
subscribe and share with your friends. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Spreaker, Spotify, iTunes, Fringe Radio Network, and many more places. Go to our website to find links to all of our media outlets, as well as fantastic online courses and conferences, including the life-changing interactive course, Ultimate Impact. And last but not least, we ask that you consider partnering with us to fulfill the mission to get these messages to the world. To become a partner, go to the Partnership tab on our website. Thank you, and until next time, live a blessed life and keep carrying us in your heart and sharing us wherever hearts are open.